Now streaming, the Netflix and Swill podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special report for Netflix and Swill. I am Caleb. And I'm Dan. And we got some screeners, because we're official uh, part of the press now, big boys. We finally did it. Uh, Senpai has noticed us and bestowed upon us his blessing. Yeah, that's right. We are here to talk about uh, Pacific Rim the Black, uh, a show we're both fairly excited about, considering that we both like Pacific Rim uh, as an overall property. Mm -hmm. And uh, more importantly than that, we love uh, giant monsters and robots that beat the shit out of them. Correct. So that that's exactly why we are super hyped about it. So Pacific Rim colon the black is a new Netflix animated series that will be released worldwide on March 4th. The logline is, there was a time when Kaiju rose from the Pacific Rim only to encounter gigantic robots, Jaegers, built to fight them back. That time has passed. Now Australia has been overrun by Kaiju, forcing the evacuation of an entire continent. Left behind, teenage siblings Taylor and Haley embark on a desperate search for their missing parents, teaching themselves to pilot a battered, long-abandoned Jaeger to help in their quest and give them even the slightest hope of surviving. This will be seven 30-minute episodes when it comes out, uh, mm-hmm. and we were given the first three as a screener, so thank yeah. you very much to Netflix for that. I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and thank you specifically, Jason Clark, for getting back to us and sending the screeners our way in the first place. Right, so obviously, this is based on uh, Guillermo del Toro's blockbuster Pacific Rim and... Uh, it's sequel, which I haven't seen, and I heard it was kind of bad. I don't yep. know. But this is anime, so it's all... The kids get a turn, and, like, the kids become superheroes, because that's, you know, an anime trope. Mm-hmm. So the production studio behind this is Polygon Pictures, uh, which is known for the Netflix original anime series Levius. The Ajin Demi-Human series and the Godzilla Netflix original anime movie trilogy, uh, which I have a problem with. <laughs> sure, but I don't think they wrote wrote those movies. I think they just did the animation no. behind it, which I... Those were uh, just bad scripts. Yeah. The... Oh, the, fir- the first one I maintain was legitimately good. But the the point is, the problem behind those movies isn't the animation. In fact, I think the animation is probably the strongest part. Oh, God, the animation in those movies is fucking great. Anyway, so what did you think about Pacific Rim the Black? Uh, I'm intrigued. I don't know if I'm ready to call it good yet. I'm not, I don't know if I'm ready to, you know, pass judgment upon it yet, considering it's only been three episodes, but there's a lot of plot threads that I'm very interested in, uh, especially with how after a quote-unquote failed evacuation of Australia, uh, how these kids survive this wasteland, uh, you know, trying to dodge kaiju, and, you know, some semblance of society that has uh, 
come back up through like through some humans who have survived also in the wasteland. Yeah, um, so we're going to be dodging spoilers as much as possible. Um, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that there's more human characters in this than the kids. Because if there weren't, there wouldn't be a show, except yes. for just like running around fighting. It wouldn't be story-based in any way. Because the characters need people to talk to. But I definitely was intrigued by the trailer, and I would say I'm I'm pretty much fully on board after getting to see the first three episodes. Uh, I think I think this show will be pretty good. Yeah. There's like a decent amount of Jaeger fighting in the opening episode, which mm-hmm. is like them escaping. Uh, like their parents are Jaeger pilots and, you know, they like start evacuating the city or whatever. So it kind of tells that story and where they end up. After that, there's, you know, the the training montage series because like they're new newly minted heroes that have to learn how to do it and stuff. So I'm assuming like it, it builds back up and then, you know, the latter half of the season is going to be more explosive. So, right. Like this is basically just the first three episodes are basically just setting up this world. Like, Hey, what is the new paradigm for these, these heroes? Like they have been in this Valley for five years, uh, basically safe from everything else going on around them. What, what is the world going to throw at them challenge wise in you know for for the rest of the season and for the rest of the series? I think this is okay to get into a little like in kind of vague strokes because uh they allude to it on the the fucking poster for it, which is on the Wikipedia page for the series mm-hmm. uh but there's there's another threat like it they kind of um were hinting that like. You know, it's not just the the same old kaiju anymore. Like the the kind of threat has evolved a bit. So there's like there's the kaiju, there's that whatever it's going to end up being, uh, and there's also like all these people living in the wasteland that are potential antagonists. So uh, it's just it's one of those things. Like enemies abound on all sides, and uh, they just kind of have to escape and fight their way out which right. I, I like that kind of story a parallel draw to this series so far is basically like evangelion mm-hmm. i don't i don't really like that that series too much i know it's gonna be blasphemy for people who hear this but like that show whatever yeah i i had pro- i had problems with it yeah like but in, in essence it's just like shoving kids into this world and kind of expecting them to fight their way out of it like the expectations are upon themselves like they put they've placed them there themselves but but it's you know like you said it's an anime trope but it's uh you know seeing kids who have basically been sheltered for the last 5 years and seeing them try to fight their their way out of the situation they're in mhm I think that the Pacific Rim franchise is kind of uniquely suited to uh, having a mecha anime about it uh, because of, like, how the tech works. Mm -hmm. So, like, the Jaegers take two pilots. So, like, there's someone for the pilot to talk to during battle scenes. And, like, you don't have to rely on uh, fucking, what was the kid from Evangelion? Shinji? Shinji, yeah. Uh, Just, like doing internal monologue the entire fucking time. Yeah. That's a big problem with anime is overall just like a lot of internal monologue. And with the drift, like 
you don't there's not as much internal monologue because there's always somebody for them to converse with in their own mind and we see that quite a bit i mean to bring up another anime series that we talked about on the show that i liked a lot like parasite the maxim like the hero is two characters basically Mm -hmm. so like they can disguise internal monologue narration as him having a conversation telepathically with his partner. Yeah. So so this will likely alleviate that big anime trope that uh, I feel like turns off a lot of people because when you think of mm-hmm. internal monologue, like I, for me, narration, internal monologue, those are kind of two things that I look at and go, oof. But in anime, I kind of give it a pass. And now I don't have to give it a pass anymore because it's not really a thing. Uh, and I, I did mention the drift, and I won't get into it, but uh, this show now features my favorite use of the drift I think I could have ever possibly conceived. Yeah, it's a lot better, actually, than what they do in the in the actual movie, so. Oh, right, because even in in the movie, they, they just totally engross you in, like, somebody's memory. In, in this, it's more... Mm-hmm. Like it's more like memories are kind of crashing into each other, it, right? It was really neat. Yeah, I don't know if there's much else to to talk about here. Uh, I think we've done a, a pretty effective job of telling you guys why you should check out this show uh, without telling you anything about the show, really, other than the generic stuff. Yeah, I'm excited to see what direction they take it, but I'm I'm pretty optimistic, and like I said, I'm even more on board now than when the trailer came out, so. So, yeah. We're dropping this on the 27th of February. Uh, You can watch Pacific Rim The Black on March 4th. So you have, like, what, roughly a week uh, to get yourself prepared, get excited, watch watch both the Pacific Rim movies if you you feel like it. Uh, If you don't, I understand if you don't want to watch Uprising, but watch Pacific Rim. Yeah, you got nothing to lose. Except, you know, the, some of the limited time on planet Earth with your loved ones that you get, but we won't talk about that. Yeah, we'll never talk about that here. Screw your loved ones. Netflix is your loved one now. All right. And, uh, yeah, once again, thank you to Netflix for sending this our way. Uh, we love you. Goodbye. <laughs>